Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. Everyone else was against D'Amico being the head coach in Houston. And I was like the one shining voice in Houston. You know, we need to go back to Josh McCown. Bring back Gary Kubiak. I'm like, no. If it's just basic chicken, you ain't got no chance. Jay Norvell. Tom Herman. You ain't got no chance. Gary Kubiak. No chance. Tom Herman. No chance. No chance. Jay Norvell. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. SEC Scott joining us here. We just had Gilbert. These are icons. These are show icons. Yeah. SEC Scott and Gilbert. Formerly Longhorn Scott, but after the Longhorn fans rebranded, all used to make fun of the SEC, and now... They are chanting SEC, SEC, SEC. SEC. I just, I'm assuming he's going to be called SEC. I imagine. Icon, sure, but the Q rating for each is on different extremes. Through the roof. Well, through the roof. For, well, extremes no, no, on different yeah, right, ends. Right, right, right. Listen, one is polarizing, the other isn't. Everybody, one's lo- not, everybody loves one's Gilbert. One's not trying nope, to make no. friends, and one's just They're trying to get They're both not polarizing. To Everyone goes. loves Gilbert. Everyone hates Longhorn Scott. No, that's not true. <laughs> we don't hate him. Longhorn fans We don't hate him. Have you heard a Longhorn fan go like, I love Longhorn Scott? They say yeah. he doesn't speak yeah. for them. We love him. I appreciate him. he's not trying to make friends. He's not trying to make friends. who brought us the Jack Easterby song? But you guys don't like it. I love these Jack Easterby songs. Do you? Uh, yeah. Mm. It's just long. Easter. It it's, is a little it's bit a long. It's a long He's song. He's a busy bee. He always got tricks up both asleep. Yeah, I don't yeah. need 24 from yeah. Scott. 24 bars? Yeah, I don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get SEC Scott in here. Hey, SEC Scott. All right, I'm not, not going to lie. I had actually forgotten about the Easter bee frog. <laughs> so that was a little blast from the past. Dell doesn't forget anything. <laughs> Oh, my God, that was so ridiculous. Anyway, well, so good morning. And, you know, guys, it's a it's a, it's a great time to be a Longhorn, and it's a terrible time to be a Longhorn hater, isn't it? Oh, I mean, you know, I, I sat around and I was watching that show on uh, Sunday with actually with an Aggie, an old Aggie buddy of mine who's one of the more reasonable guys you know, but. It was just like, wow, this is pretty exciting. I mean, this year I wanted us to win 10 games in the regular season or more. And, you know, you win the Big 12. I was like, man, it'd be great. And all of a sudden, you're in the playoff. But then you go start listening to the country, right? Not people in Austin. And by, let me push pause on that. The only time you're going to hear me chant SEC is on November the 30th of next year when I'm at Kyle Field. And we're hanging number 77 on the Aggies, and they are just realizing that they, they tried to get out from under the shadow. But, oh, Sankey, the commish, he had other plans. It ain't going to happen. And in all these years, have they made a big push? Have they separated themselves? Nope. They're, they are just what they've always been. And yet, here we come back 
that's the best thing about this whole SEC thing is just haunting the Aggie dreams. But I'll be there, and I will chant SEC just because I know right before I sing the poor Aggie song with everybody, uh, I will chant that. And that will be the first and last time I ever do it. But if you look around the, the country, the pundits on t- any TV show, social media, the whole debate is whether Alabama should have got in over Florida State. Until you go to Texas and you realize there is an absolute, like, ulterior alternate universe where it isn't, it isn't, that's not the argument. The argument is how TU get in. The SIPs got in. It's because they're in cahoots with ESPN. The media has been shot. It's not because we went to Tuscaloosa and won. No. And by the way, we were going to find out what real football was that night. And then we went, well, you know, clearly BAM is not what they, what they uh, usually are. Well, sorry, they won every other game, and then they beat the number one team. Well, uh, you know, who cares how they played in September? I mean, this is uh, E-SIP-PN. Dude, I'm going to tell you what. If you're a thirsty man and you like Aggie tears, it's a great time to be alive. Uh. <laughs> I tell you what. uh Longhorn Scott is back. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like I hadn't. There hasn't been a lot. The Aggie stuff. There's, but now that Texas is in the playoffs and he's like that Longhorn Scott call was a vintage Longhorn Scott call. It's just it hit a little different today. In the past, it's been like I don't know, Scott. You, what are you like? What who are you fighting against now? This is, but now that Texas is in a college football playoffs and are relevant in that regard. And he's going after Texags. It's like, ugh, I think people are not going to be happy with this. Well, okay, well, here's Twitch. You're boring now, Scott. Lost your stick. Beat it. Rambling butthole. <laughs> uh, let's see. There's a lunatic fringe element of a fan base that lives on message boards. Clip this idiot already. Dane almost beat you, Longhorn Scott. I quit listening to him. You had, why... Uh, now I remember why Longhorn Scott is hated. Longhorn Scott is not back. Long. Wrap it up. Wrap it up, buddy. And you said he was polarizing. He's not. He's disliked. Everybody loves Longhorn Scott. Is that love that you heard? That's love. He I'm want, hearing love. He doesn't want your love. I, I'm hearing. That's all I hear. He doesn't love. want your love. He, yes. He's a valuable piece. Nah, that's a lie. He's not that valuable. I didn't know but, ESPN was in cahoots with Texas. Oh, that's what – I didn't know that was the thing. Apparently that's coming from Aggie I mean, they Aggie beat Alabama. Uh, you know, you could argue because Texas better than Georgia, but the old transitive property of Texas beat – you know, winning especially on the road, because I can make some arguments against Texas. You know, some of the unimpressive wins. Yeah. Kansas that State should have beat Kansas them. State, the University of Houston game, the TCU game, like where you just felt – Ultimately, your trump card is we beat Alabama in Tuscaloosa. And this. Alabama went from being like, ooh, this is not a good, ooh, look at these backup quarterbacks that are playing. Remember that? Remember when they had quarterbacks that were trying to figure out who the real quarterback was going to be? Oh, you mean the guy who just transferred for lacrosse? Yeah, went, one of them just it, transferred to play lacrosse. He chased, Alabama chased him out of football. He went to go play lacrosse because that's, that's what he was good in in high school. And so... Because apparently wasn't quarterbacking because it looked terrible well, when the he, other two quarterbacks got in. at Notre Dame, That too. Alabama team, and my wife was saying things like, we need Alabama to be good so that win counts more. And you know what? Now they're in the college football playoffs, and they're a tiny favorite to win it all. Yeah, as well as they should be. They, did you? And Milrow, I got to tell you, Milrow, watching Milrow, Milrow was 
Kind of reminiscent. He's of Jay, a lot Jaylen better Hurts. than when he played Texas. Oh, way better. I mean, way but better. Did you see the tears in his eyes afterwards? Did you get to see that? Uh, you may not have seen it. You had to stick with the post game show I, I and all stuck that. With it. He was crying at one point. He just I didn't see that. When somebody but, yeah. was talking to him. A coach or staffer was talking to him. And he was just sitting and listening to him, and he had tears welling up in his eyes. And it was like I don't know what was said, but you know, I, I think it was basically, hey, this didn't look like this was going to be possible. Yeah. And early in the year, and and he fought through it. Did we he got hear a full Saban? He we was, got a we got a full board. We got to cut that? it here. Oh, okay. He was so effusive of that team. Said he was so proud of the team. Proudest he's ever been. Actually, team. lost yeah. some of his angry edge yeah. too. Uh, we got a break. We got years. a break, but we got a full board. We're going to take all your calls on the other side, right here on ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two four. But first, we got Texas Custom Patios. Well, TCP Outdoors is the rebrand because patios just doesn't, honestly, it just doesn't speak enough to what is going on here. TCP Outdoors. What is it that TCP Outdoors does uh, for you that is going to help you live a better life? Well, they take your backyard space that you have and they turn it into something special. You know, I could call it an oasis, but it it truly is special. Go to the website, tcpoutdoors.com, and go look at what they've done for people, the before and afters. And you can even click on our process, and it will tell you exactly how things go. But the before and afters are the most important because you can see your own backyard. You can see your own space in some of those pictures. And then when they're done, it looks like this unbelievable home, this unbelievable house. They can do that for you too. The money that you put into it, you're going to get more than you paid for it. And it is these are this is not some cheap patio they're building. They're building an outdoor living space. You may want to add a kitchen in there, an island where your friends can sit and drink and 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 talk to you and watch football depending on where your 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 uh, television is. Maybe you want more than one television, your sound system. Anything you can you can think of, they can build for you. And that includes swimming pools, pool houses, room additions, enclosures to your patio, everything they can do. And it looks phenomenal. It's Texas Custom Patios. Go to TCP Outdoors. That's tcpoutdoors.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Sweet sassy molassie. Penguin goalie Peter Scudra says, hey, try not to shoot that puck up my pooper. I'll shoot the puck anywhere I want. And if that happens to be in your pooper, so be it. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance and the same five guys who always call. Oh, yay. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. we got a full board, so let's get some calls in here. This is an important call here that Chris has because looking at this bowl season, it is going to be very interesting to see what – it's not even the same teams that are going to be playing – this bowl season in a lot of instances. Chris, you want to talk about the transfer portal. What's up? Hey, guys. Love your show. Yeah, so I was watching. Uh, first of all, I just want to say I want to agree with Paul Tenenbaum. I think he's his last name. He's going to ESPN. The fake outrage of Florida State's ridiculous. They're going to get smashed. So I hope Georgia goes out and beats them 100 to 0 so that way people can shut up about it. Yeah, but this is I'm beautiful what transfer. you asked for. We deserve to be. But then it will be. Look, no one said this is that they had a chance to win, that they were going to win. We're just saying they deserve to be there. The league already told you. We're not doing deserve. Yeah, every kid, every we're doing kid, best team. Every kid deserves they told a trophy at, at soccer, and every kid deserves a trophy. I get it. So uh, moving on to the transfer portal. So question, though, Lance, I wanted to see, being on the NFL side, since you're the permanent draft expert, how do people view or how do NFL teams view kids that can't make it or suck where they're currently at? 
to going to another school. Like I'm thinking of like Bo Nix. So I know he's up for the Heisman, and people are kind of high on him right now. But at Auburn, he couldn't. You know, he wasn't really good. So how do people look at view tape. that? They're going to look at his tape over the last okay. two years and evaluate. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to look at his tape the last two okay. years and evaluate him there because why punish a guy for how he played early when he was 19 years old and with a dysfunctional you know, situation at the head coach? It was bad between head coach and offense coordinator. And and, and the next super quick question yeah. is, Kid Walter Nolan out of A&M's entered the transfer portal. Do kids like him look at what Texans done with that Texas Longhorns have done with that sweat kid and think, man, I'm not getting enough run over here at A&M. They got a great defensive tackle coach, defensive line coach over there. Yeah, it's possible. I need to get over there. Like, do they look at stuff like that? I think yeah. it's absolutely because all the top kids. Walter Nolan was five star coming out, if I yeah. remember correctly. Yep. And all those guys are looking at getting, going to the league. No one's looking at. Well, you know, from an educational standpoint, I think that. I mean, some may, but if you're a five star, what you're looking at is. What is your job going to be that is going to pay you millions of dollars? That's football, uh, more than likely, if you're, that's what your goal is, at least. And so, of course, you're looking at who can help me get there. For some players, it's about playing time. For a guy like Walter Nolan, it's going to be about playing time and for a team who has a background in developing that position. And so that's why, yes, he could absolutely. And by the way, it's not just Tavondre Sweat. Byron, I got a second-round grade. On Byron, you're going to see Byron Murphy, number 90, is going to shoot up the draft boards for Texas. The guy is very strong. He's very quick. He's very disruptive. And Byron Murphy, number 90, along with number 93, is what makes Texas so tough this year. Number 95 also is going to the Senior Bowl up front defensively. Like Texas front, I don't love their linebackers, but their defensive line is good. Their defensive tackles are really good. So, yeah. I don't know. Walter Nolan could look at that. I don't know how attached he was, but their defensive line coach who they made the interim at, at A&M, he declined coming back. He went to go take the the D.C. job at Syracuse. So oh, that, might that, have, that might have led partly to Walter Nolan getting out because he didn't have his D-line coach. And by anymore. the way, guys so, will come back from time to time in that portal. So, so with the guys with McCord going to the portal, holy crap. You talk about they, they, that's a, a nice bowl game. Ohio State, it, and now it's basically meaningless, right? Well, I mean, if I don't know their depth chart, but if they have a young guy who might have been next, I believe McCord had a conversation with Ryan Day asking about what his status was, and Ryan Day told him, You're, this is not your job next year. You can compete for it, but we're going to try to bring in someone to compete. So that allegedly that led to him asking or trying to transfer. But Ohio State has a couple young guys, so it'll give them a chance. They'll give them a chance, but we'll they're see. playing Missouri, who's a really good football team. I mean, this is going to change lines incredibly, yeah. incredibly. Oh, it's – yeah. The bowl games to me are kind well, of – it's getting to be a joke. I mean, with the portal, with guys sitting out, <clears throat> we know Caleb Williams isn't playing. That's understandable. But with some of the portal stuff going on right now and guys who aren't going to sit out, some of these games are just going to – What about, what about OU now? Without, without Dylan Gabriel. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, they have a young guy who people thought might beat out Dylan Gabriels because of the struggles last for OU, so they'll get a chance to see him in a starting spot. So that that's a good thing for OU. But I will look at it a different way. We remember the Rose Bowl where those two, like it was Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave, they both sat out, and then Jackson Smith and Jigba and, and C.J. Stroud set records. And it was a game, yeah. yeah. So if you got young guys, this is their chance, and, and Jigba use that. To propel himself into the next Remember season. Remember the very next year, he barely played at all. 
Yeah, and, he got uh, hurt. The last real memory people had of him was the Oregon, uh, the Utah game. Yeah, so it's an opportunity, particularly for these really talented, like recruiting monsters. They've got guys who don't get to play because they have stars, and if those stars sit out, you get you may get a chance to see a star you didn't know about, but the program did. So I kind of look at it that way. But to your point, when a quarterback sits out. It just changes the way things are. But Ohio State will just tell you, hey, we'll just play one of our four or five stars and see how it works. Uh, 713-780-3776. Keith is here on ESPN 97.5. Hey, Keith. Hey, guys. Love the show. Obviously, huge injury last night. Trevor Lawrence goes out. Who's their head coach? Doug Peterson. They need a quarterback. C.J. Bethard isn't it. I've got three names. Hear me out. Reunion Super Bowl champion Nick Foles with Doug Peterson available. Also, Matt Ryan working at CBS, played in the Super Bowl. And Chad Henney, Super Bowl winning backup QB last year. This is about Super Bowl aspirations. This is about Super Bowl aspirations. So you're fine, guys, with Super Bowl experience. Don't dress for the job you have. Dress for the job you want is what he's saying. (laughs) Matt Ryan, he could. Yeah. What about Carson Wentz? Yeah. Well, he's already on a team. He's already on a team. He should. He's already on a team. Does anybody Uh, remember what team that is? What team is he on? Not Washington. Is it the Rams? It is the Rams, I think. Is it? I think so. No one knows. No, No. I just told you. No, no one knows. No. It's impossible to know Okay, watch this. It's impossible to know. Bring Keith up real quick. it's too late. I already said he's on the Rams. Uh, Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, see, no one knew that, though. Uh, It is weird having our own street free agent expert. (laughs) On the show, I, I mean, it has value. It does. Honestly. No, no, no. Keith brings he brings a lot to the table. Uh, <laughs> Chad Henney, Chad Henney. There's a who's played. I think Chad. Who's, I believe Chad Henney retired because he has two Super Bowls. Now he didn't. Now he actually played in the AFC title game when Pat Mahomes like yeah, turned well, his ankle yeah, or something. Right, right, so right. I think Chad Henney's like I got two. Yeah, I think he was on I don't both need teams. Anymore. Yeah, at least on one. Right, at least he's got one. one. Bobby wants to talk MVP. Hey, Bobby. Hey, guys, I saw that Brock Purdy is now the betting favorite to win MVP, which Brock Purdy, he's good. No one's saying he's not good. It's a joke that he's the favorite to win MVP. He lost three games this year when Trent Williams and Debo were out. He's not even the most valuable player on his team. Uh, uh, Mahomes going into Green Bay and losing hurts his chances. Jalen Hurts putting up that, not necessarily stinker, but they did get their ass whipped last week. That hurts. I think the Eagles-Cowboys game is going to say a lot yep. about the MVP race. What are the odds if CJ runs the table with no Tank Dell, gets the, gets the AFC title? Is he a legit shot? Oh, yeah. Well, they yeah. decide that before. The yes. MVP's decided before the playoffs, Wait, so that won't affect Run it. the table and win 12 games? He's automatic. Well... Well, I don't know about automatic. Know, automatic. But, uh, he'd be the favorite. I don't no, think. No, you wouldn't. have to have somebody else come down. Probably. Uh, I mean, we all know how impressive it'd be if he wins out with no Tank Dell, twelve wins, and has a big, a big. Uh, but I don't. I don't think that's very likely. I'm, I'm giving it to him. Well, we know. Yeah, you no, are. no, I know you are. I'm giving. I'm giving it. Uh, if you're, if Lance's favorite, Tyreek Hill goes over two thousand yards and catches like sixteen uh, touchdowns, he's. Pro- He's probably Man. ahead of CJ. Is Tyreek, okay. would he be the only player ever to go over 2,000 yards receiving? Yes. Yeah. Odds Lance buys Tyreek's porn channel. Unlikely. Okay. No, I'm know. just telling you, this dumb that we have MVP, just make it top a top quarterback award. Just call it world's best quarterback. Let's just change the award to world's best quarterback because literally 
no one else can win if this Brock, award. Yeah, if it's Brock done. Purdy's going to win it, you yeah. If Brock Purdy wins it, change the name. If he, that's the line of demarcation. If you're giving it to Brock Purdy, you're telling everyone that. Well, we already know this, but you're explicitly telling everyone no one but a quarterback has a chance to win. Well, we Be- already know that because in another year you wouldn't give it to Brock Purdy because we kind of see what goes the on. The favorite in San Francisco. for this award, best player on best team, as everyone always says, it gives mm. you a chance. You know, here's a team in Miami that's the best player is not Tua. The best player is clearly Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill was responsible for a lot of the success that a quarterback in Kansas City had. Now he's doing it in Miami. He's the best player on that team. So it's not best player on a good team. It's just only quarterback. Let's just say what it is. It's only the quarterback has a chance. And uh, Brock Purdy is not. Now, Brock Purdy's stats, we went through it yesterday, Dell. I think we did it on air. Yeah, I did it on air. Brock Purdy's stats are better than you think. No, we. I know the numbers but he's he putting up. But he had a bad patch where they were asking on ESPN, is Brock Purdy? Can you win a? Can you win games with Brock Purdy? Is is Brock Purdy done? Is Brock Purdy like it wasn't great for Brock Purdy earlier this year? We saw the Philadelphia Jaylen's game. Jalen's in the middle of maybe not having a great run. We saw what happened in that Philly game. We saw what the impact Debo Samuel has. Samuels has oh, on yeah. that team. If you watch the game, it was not a Brock Purdy game necessarily. It was a, it was Debo when Debo is right and Christian McCaffrey right. Forget about and Ayuk and Ayuk Kittle. Yeah, I mean, I a, mean, come on now. Eight twenty nine. Even Jawan Jennings shook off a, a, a corner on an eight yard out and ran it in for yeah. a touchdown. If a guy who if, if in this year with quarterbacks, if a guy who goes for over two thousand receiving yards, which he will, and close to twenty touchdowns can't win an MVP, then there's never. He'll win AP Offensive Player of the Year. That's the biggest lock in the world is Tyreek Hill. But for me, they just the MVP in the rare occasion where it's not going to be a quarterback, consider Miles Garrett. Consider Tyreek Hill. Consider right. A.J. Brown at one point. We well, were talking instead about of Brock Purdy, that'd be great. 830 ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Well, instead we, of, haven't even, yeah. we haven't even touched on a Jamal Adams. Something happened over the weekend that we got to get to. Uh, and we will do that on the other side. But first, I'm going to talk about uh, HRMP. Listen, I don't know. HRMP was called this morning, as a matter of fact. Somebody got flagrant in here, and I don't know who it was, but HRMP, there was immediately people were calling for HR, immediately. I don't know why. It's stupid. But here's the deal, and, and, and it's just a waste of their time. But here's the deal. You might need HR help. If you do need HR help. And you try to handle this HR situation yourself. We don't. You know what we do? We call HRP. HRP tells us exactly the way that it's going to go down. HRP will actually talk to the employee. HRP will handle your HR issues. If you're a company of 15, 25, 30, 40, now all of a sudden, you know, the odds are that you could have some kind of an issue, HR issue, in your company. Because the more people you have, the, the, like, the more likely it is that something could happen. It happened with us. When we had 75 employees, all of a sudden, we needed HR help. And when we did, we called HRP. When we needed, when, instead of doing the payroll ourselves and, and all of that, that rigmarole that goes along with it, with the taxes and the Affordable Care Act and everything else that goes along with it, uh, 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 the HRP was here for us. We love HRMP. You will love HRMP. If you want to hear about it, call call Laura up here and call up here and ask for Laura, and she will tell you all about HRMP. But now's the time to do it. All right. If you're looking for the best way to get into that HRMP payroll, HRP.net, 281 880 6525 or HRP.net. 
ESPN 97.5 on Twitch. We control the spice. The worm is the spice. The spice is the worm. Back to the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Lance and John. Scratch that. Reverse it. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Did you see what Jamal Adams did this weekend? Yeah. Um, Jamal Jamal Adams has really turned into a guy who is... Um, there was he, doesn't, re- he doesn't live up to all the hype from LSU behind the scenes. That he's the greatest high character this and high character that. Jamal is not only sensitive, but I don't... I don't he's kind of an a-hole. No, no, general. no, no, no. Uh, so uh, after after Jamal did this, a New York reporter put out there, "I've been I've been sitting on this man, but this guy is the worst. He's a he's a bad person." For those of you who don't know, so Jamal Adams on Thursday Night Football got beat by Jake Ferguson for a touchdown. Well, a reporter of a Seahawks reporter, kind of think his name is Connor Hughes. He, I think he's a Jets reporter. Oh, he's a Jets reporter? Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. okay. That, well, it doesn't matter. He's a reporter. It doesn't matter. Either. And he just shared Jake Ferguson beating Jamal Adams. Now, the point being, Jamal Adams didn't want to be here in New York with the Jets. Jamal Adams, yeah. oh, look. Yeah, Connor Hughes is playing to the Jets fans. And yes. Look, our, the guy who, who didn't want to be here got beat. I think he, he quote tweeted it with yikes or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so Jamal Adams put out a picture of Connor Hughes and his wife, <clears throat> and well, he was focusing on it was a little. It was, on, the it was wife. on the wife. Yes, yeah. He actually, I, I don't know if he cropped it or what. I don't know what he did, but he put out a picture of Connor Hughes and his wife, and he put yikes. That and quite frankly, I don't know what he's yikesing about. She's a pretty cute girl. Look, I don't know what he's asking about other than you get you talk about what another man's wife looks like. Yes. You're hitting you're hitting a spot and that's what he was going for. So did you see what a Jets fan did? No. A Jets fan found a picture from Jamal Adams signing day with the New York Jets with his dad and his mom in it. Oh boy. And Jamal Adams' mom is Oh, you sure you want to say you, she's, do you she's, do she's, it? A, she's a bit larger than he is. Well, he is reckless today. No, she he is careening he is on off of no, today. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm telling you what he, what this guy did. So she's an and overweight he, person. She, she's overweight. Jamal's there. His dad has got his arm around, and the mom is in the front. And the guy put out there, yikes. That's and that's inappropriate. That's it. It's Both all inappropriate. All. Yeah. But Jamal, star, Jamal started it. Yes, you're taking. Well, there are some guys who say no. These, this is what I don't like. These athletes, people just think they have free reign to say whatever they want, what reckless stuff about athletes, and athletes can't come back at you. And it's like, I do agree that when it goes overboard, I don't. I think this is part of part of getting paid millions is is the fact that there is a huge fan base. The sport is so big, the coverage is so big, the fan base and new media. Because I think this guy, I don't know if this guy wrote for a Jets. I think it was a Jets. You know fan page and new media page. And part of it is this is all that stuff is what allows you 
to make the money you make. It's how big yeah, right. the network is. So, so I don't think that was out of line. Just say yeah, uh, crop a video. Like somebody must have tagged him because there's a little bitchy crybabies who do that all the time on Twitter. Like, and by the way, Connor they, Hughes works for SNY TV, so it's I guess you call it a a, a bit of a legacy. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah that's a that's a legit new media spot. Yeah. So anyway, all I said was yikes on a play. That's it. So what is now he, he's a now. He's a Jets. He's looking a former for former Jets guy. He's re- looking reporter. for engagement from Jets fans who don't like Jamal Adams. Yeah, he's sure. playing a game himself. Yeah. What is the appropriate if Jamal if Jamal Adams is saying he came at me first? Is the appropriate thing to go after his family? Crop an article. I'm asking if like if Jamal Adams has no. I don't agree with the going after the wife. I think you no. I just think you don't go after the wife. To no, me, you just is, ignore it. Is the record? Let's say he can't ignore because it, it hits a spot he can't deal with. Whatever, whatever. By I'm the with way, you. he deleted the post. Who? Jamal Adams. Yeah, did. it's oh, not a great finally. look for him. No, well, it, it, I don't know how long. It oh took no, him. no, no. That's right. Because I went searching his yeah. post. It wasn't there anymore. Wasn't there, do yeah. you do you quote tweet a an article that was awful by Connor well, Hughes? I get that, I get that from guys. No, I get, I get players saying. who don't like some of the things that I've said. That would have been. If 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 Connor Hughes has a stand up where he stutters or something, something like and that. then you put yikes out on yeah, there, that's that's, a, the response. that's totally acceptable. Yeah. Totally. Now Well not you're if he's got a stuttering fins- problem and you're making fun of him. Well if he fumbles he screws whatever. Up says the wrong name, if whatever. He says, be, yeah. you know, something inappropriate. Yeah. Uh, no, the wife is totally and people knew this right away. Yeah. Totally off oh, limits. Totally. Going after uh Jamal Adams' mom, totally off limits. Right. Like, any of that stuff, man, that's just chicken blood. Well, but, you know, if you're going to get personal like Jamal Adams did, then you got to expect somebody to come back at you But that was, that's that's somebody who wasn't even involved. No, that's right. Exactly. exactly. They're not in this. No. No. No, they're not in it, but quite frankly, you know, you, you, you're going you're gonna to mess with the sword, you're going to die by the sword. And you know what? That was That was a shot. That was a killer shot. I just think Jamal Adams, you know, first of well, even if he goes after Connor Hughes professionally, it's still thin-skinned. Sure. Well, don't we get on K, uh, uh, KD for it? Yes, but, right? K, but KD has come to, he has let you know, I don't care what you guys think, I'm going to use this platform to get after anyone who gets after me. I don't particularly have an issue with that, if that's your course of action, because KD doesn't do, didn't, has never done with, with, uh, what, Jamal Adams did. He's never gone after someone's significant other. He has t- he's called people basement boys or bloggers or whatever. That's fine. I don't mind that. I don't mind athletes doing coming at a guy if they think they've been treated unfairly. You just don't mention the man's wife. Right. There are other ways. I'm sure Connor Hughes has something that he could go pick at if he wanted to. He just picked at something he shouldn't have. Uh, yeah, I just I just thought Jamal Adams. That's that's a POS move, POS move. And quite frankly, the wife is she's well. Jamal she's a Adam, fine looking Jamal young lady. Adams may have a higher standard. I, I guess. Know, I, I guess. guess I don't know. I don't know. Well, he just. I mean, he may have different taste. That's all. Oh, you think? Yeah. Well, I don't know what his tastes are. I'm going to assume. Well, let's not, look at that not matter. her. Doesn't matter. Jamal, tell. she's not involved in this. Yeah, she's not. And you and you you went too far. That's a. That's something that it will always. That's that's a POS move. Yeah, that's a POS move. What did the guy from New York say though? Who was it? Do you remember? Just some guy. No, who some said, guy. He found a picture. Some media. No, 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 no. The media member said, "I've been sitting on this or whatever." Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't did he give examples. I don't, I don't remember. No, he just said. Well, I he I just the the guy is he's not a good person. He's just not a good person. I don't know. I I forget which guy it was. 
Um, I was I was reading I was I was I, it, it that that just struck me. And as by the awful. way, that just struck me as awful. And, and by the way, I'm looking at Jamal Adams's mom. She's not. She's not. She's not so overweight that it would be obvious. You go. You make a quote tweet. It's just the guy doing what Jamal did. They're both both right. taking random inappropriate just to shots. Show him how yeah. felt, I'm right. sure, but still. right, 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 right. Exactly. Someone three seven eight zero three seven seven six is the number. Uh, if you want to get in here and uh, talk to us here on ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two five. What about that Singleton and? Um, that Singleton play with CJ. Let's talk about that on the other side right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Right now, though, you're talking about a little tequila, Lance. Yeah, I'm talking about a tequila that is one of the top tequilas in the business, in the industry, Maestro Nobel. Um, it could be a little harder to find because they're breaking into the American market. They've been big in Mexico. A lot of people who travel to Mexico and go vacation down there know all about Maestro Nobel. But this is a high-quality tequila. It's a tequila that has a variety of, of uh, types of tequila for you to choose from, whether it's going to be your Reposado, your, your Añejo, which is a very smooth-sipping tequila. They have Cristalino, which they invented that category. It blends three different tequilas, charcoal filters, and then ages. And what you get is a very um, clear, uh, smooth, easy-to-sip tequila with a little hint of sweetness right at the back end. What I am telling you right now is for a lot of you, you have tequila because you have shots or you have margaritas, but I'm telling you the sipping tequila and tequila that are, is used in the different cocktail drinks that are out there, there's some really good ones. When you get a finer tequila, it makes a huge difference. But the sipping tequilas, if you've never sipped a tequila, I think that's going to be something. If you're a bourbon person, try the tequilas. See and experience the flavor profile difference with Maestro Nobel. I think you're going to love that as well. It's Maestro Nobel. Wherever fine liquors are sold, it's Maestro Nobel. ESPN 97.5.com. You need to learn. Let the boy watch. He needs to learn the way I learned from my father. Back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. It is the season of giving. Air Team Heating and Cooling and ESPN I-75 have teamed up for a holiday drive benefiting the Pelchin Children's Center. Now through Friday, drop off donations at Air Team to, to support our Houston youth in foster care. The station will be broadcasting live all day on Friday, so stop by to say hello with your donation. Most needed items and donation info will be at airteamltd.com. It's a holiday drive benefiting the Pelchin Children's Center. Brought to you by Air Team, your H-Town heating and cooling kink. Somebody just tweeted out a little while ago, Jason, true or false, Deadspin is the most ignorant race-baiting media member out there. Last week, we didn't even talk about it, was the the kid with the headdress on at the... He had black face paint and red face paint at the Chiefs well, game. Well, the picture the they Chiefs showed game. was just black, the side the, that was side, black. Yeah, they yeah. did a side shot, and it just had black face with, the, he- with the... The kid's a nine-year-old. And he had... Turns out that his dad is part Native American, by the way. And regardless, the kid regardless. Just, his fa- he, he painted his face for the Chiefs. Not for he wasn't in black, and that's their name, and that's their mascot. Yes. I mean, and so, but but Deadspin tried to make it like the kid is in in blackface and should be a, 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 he should be suspended from the league. Look, from be- e- even if the nine year old was 
for somehow, some way thought bl- he, I'm gonna be bl- I'm gonna put myself in blackface because I want to be racist. I think I think illustrating what a nine year old is doing is a little much. It's like it's a nine year old. Yeah, it's even so even well, even right. if that's what he is, even if that's how he was how how he was raised. It's he's a nine year old. Who right. cares? Right, and, and he's trying to get him kicked out of the, uh, going to any games. Deadspin is anyway. But but Jason retweeted a tweet from February second. The Houston Texans are going to do D'Amico Ryan's like they did David Culley and Lovey Smith, and the article goes on to talk about the worst franchise in the NFL and how D'Amico is going to catch it just like those two guys did. Who who said this? Deadspin. They wrote when? this article right when D'Amico was hired. In fairness, honestly, in fairness okay. to Deadspin, the Texans well, were trending very poorly. Yeah, that was the history. Yes, but Deadspin at one point was an irreverent. Um, a deadspin was like a smarter barstool, uh, right? And it's when they first started, a, and it's yeah, it's it's, it's like, a ship show. It's well, a try hard. The, the, not the biggest problem is it's, it's irrelevant. Their, now. their inability to discern that 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 D'Amico's well respected and people believe in him, and everyone thought that was a really good hire outside of Texas. No one thought. Well, Lovey was respected, but no one thought it was a good hire. No, no, and it was it was a. Emergency hire because if we are to believe what was out there, the McCown was going to get higher than Brian Flores started suing people and they had to they had to hire Lovey. Yeah. No one no one thought the Cully and and Lovey Smith hires were good. So that's the difference between the D'Amico thing from the jump. When D'Amico gets hired, that's a clear investment in turning this thing around. We all thought the Cully thing was weird. We all thought the Lovey Smith thing was a last resort. The D'Amico, the D'Amico thing was different. So if they even did that type of in, if that, that that type of insight that would have changed your opinion of all of it. Yeah. No. No. Listen. In fairness, the Texans were the worst organization. In fairness, they were a total mess. In fairness, you know, if, they were the if, worst if, in football. They were. It was awful. It was awful. Now, I don't think that to to say the Texans. He, one of the one of the sub uh, sub. Uh, headlines in the story was the Texans don't like black coaches. The Texans, that's all they hire what anymore. Well, what do you coaches. mean they don't like that's, them? That's they when you know there's yeah. an agenda and you lose. Right. Like, if I know you have an agenda, whatever your agenda is, I if you have an agenda, I know I can't read you. I can't. Some people like agendas you know, because yeah. it keeps them in their whatever their little bubble is. But if you have an agenda of any sort, then I can't take you seriously because I know that you're not going to be open-minded about whatever the subject is. And Deadspin is is gone way way over the top in that in, in terms of that regard. So, um, and they're kind of it's it's like everything's kind of a negative article. Well, yeah. Deadspin. But here's here's what I found is that if you if you say something for clicks and likes, it doesn't matter if you're inaccurate as long as you got your likes. No one goes back and points out that you're wrong, even if they do. It doesn't happen enough. You got apparently, your you got what you wanted. Yeah, and but if apparently, you go back, and, and me and Daniel Jeremiah have talked about this. If you go out and you go out on a limb and you say something strong, let's just say about draft prospects, and you take a bunch of crap for it and everyone's mad, and then four years later you end up being right, nobody cares that you're right. They've already forgotten about yeah. you. Remember we just found – it wasn't popular at the time. We just found uh, your boy from uh, Merrill Hodge, what he said about Johnny Manziel. Yeah. Oh, my God, he nailed it. If somebody hadn't pulled that clip, right, right, right. you wouldn't even remember that. No. It, well, but they do go back to when you were wrong about something, and those oh, yeah. are always remembered. Yeah, they'll do that. But if you're right, 
whatever you, well, you but not if get, you're right about something. But you get you get five people. So I know a scout named Russ Landy who was right at Cleveland. He was with my dad. My dad told me this story. He said this guy did not like uh, who's the big who's the offensive lineman that Cleveland drafted. Um, How long Ross, ago? No. Uh, oh, he was a big time, like in the early two thousands. Um, he was a big time. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Anyway, uh, anyway, he uh, they were trying to decide about what they wanted to do and were they going to draft this player, or that player, and and I don't know if Cleveland drafted this guy. He didn't. They didn't draft him. Maybe it was Mandridge. No. It's actually Mandridge. Tony it's Mandridge actually, or Green Bay? No, no, no. I know. Oh, oh. but they were discussing it, and I think it was Mandridge no, it in, in the two thousand. No, it was in the two thousand draft. They didn't draft him. Oh. But in the what happened was in the draft meetings. Uh, and my dad said he saw this happen. And I, I asked Russ Landy about it. He said, oh, yeah, that's that's the way it went down. Oh, they were talking about it. Yeah, Mandridge. in the draft meetings, um, this guy basically said, I don't think he's a good player. I think Tony Mandridge, it was Mandridge. I think Mandridge has holes here, there, and maybe it was somebody else other than Mandridge. But it was a high-rated tackle. And he goes, I don't like him. And, and Butch Davis and everyone, you know, some of the other guys, like – well, you need to go back and rewatch this. And it turned out that this guy was right, but he lost his job the very next year because well, they, they thought he was completely. The timing isn't correct because Mandridge was drafted okay. in 89. Go find who the. Uh, Butch didn't become oh, yeah, head coach until 2000. Not Mandridge then. No. I'll look at draft history, but this was a. Uh, I'll go find a position. It was an offensive lineman who ended up being a bust. And yeah, yeah. Well, the, the story. The, yeah, listen. If Butch, well, Butch got fired too, so Butch wasn't hiring anymore. The dude was right, and here's the thing about that: you can't put that on your resume, though. If you're a scout and you go, "Hey, I hated this guy," Robert look, Gallery. It was, it was oh, Robert, Robert Gallery, Iowa. Yeah, Iowa. Robert Gallery. Right. That was the player. Right. Yeah, the long hair. Yeah, right. it was Robert Gallery. And he nailed Robert Gallery. He said, "I don't like him. This, that, and the other." And my dad's like, I'm not, "I'm not a big fan of Robert Gallery's either." And so he took note that. Russ Landy had kind of seen him the way he saw him. And Russ Landy was told, was like made fun of in the draft room. Didn't know what he was talking about, all this and that. It turns out he was right, but they got rid of him the next year yeah. because they didn't think he was a very good evaluator, but he was right. So what difference does it make that he was right? No, it doesn't. You, you, That's you, what I said. you can't rehire? put it on your he resume. He's up in the CFL. He's right. in the CFL right now. The only ones that you can put on your resume is, oh, I, I stood on the table for this guy. We drafted him, and look how good he is. You can't say, oh, I hated that guy. I hated that guy. And, uh, yeah, no, you're, you're right. Good. I mean, yeah. in the building, they'll remember right. it, but you're right. That's right. not the way it works. Uh, Although people will, I will say, to my credit, they'll bring up negative stuff, but a lot of people will go back and look at my scouting reports and right. bring up, when I didn't like a guy, and they'll they'll of course just show his weaknesses. Yep. yep. Um, but uh, so I've had it, I've benefited from that at times. So uh, tease that that we were going to talk a little bit about about CJ's toughness and CJ uh, taking on uh, Singleton a little bit, and the guys coming to his defense. I loved everything about that. If you want to know the truth, Singleton's coming to him on a on a false start. Um, and, and, and Singleton breaks through and CJ's dropping back and Singleton gets in his face and CJ kind of pushes him back. And then man, you, that offensive line came right after him. And you talked about it was, were you talking about who we were talking about Tunsil's right next to his locker or no, that was, Robert that was James, Palmer. James Palmer was talking about it. James, not, not Robert Palmer tomorrow. James uh, is going to join us. James is well, anyway. Addicted uh, to love Robert Palmer. Uh, 
Addicted to Love, Robert. It wasn't him. Okay. It was James. Bond. I wish it was. I wish yeah, he no, did addicted. talk about the Texans. Man, that was one of the greatest videos ever, <laughs> ever. The Addicted to Love. Anyway, um, uh, uh, D'Amico touched on it a little bit as well about CJ's toughness. I think it was on Sunday he touched on it uh, about about CJ getting into it a little bit. I just, I, I, I just. I, I think we're getting overboard on CJ and how much Dustin and sources just said, Oh, CJ talks to his lineman. CJ talks to his wide receivers and CJ talks. Maybe. Hey, listen, he talks. You can't blame us for being excited for having something that is finally ours. That looks good. Like I know we had Deshaun Watson and we said the same stuff about Deshaun Watson, but I don't know. I didn't have the same expectation. Well, Sean got for paid two thirty for it. So yeah, Deshaun was, I guess, well, not for, was thought to be, was well thought of. I think. Right. Um, but here's the deal: is yeah, yeah, you're right. But there could be quarterback. Look at you could have Kyler Murray, you could have Mac Jones, you could have Justin Fields, you could have all of these guys that just don't show the same kind of attributes that CJ does. Don't tell me all the quarterbacks talk to all their guys. Don't tell me that all. No, don't tell me that all quarterbacks will and all the linemen will come up and and protect their quarterback. It's, it's not happening. That's not the truth. Because we have, we do have something special here in CJ. He is different. When Case Keenum comes out and says, "This is the best guy. This is the best thrower of the football that I've seen." He's got what? Did, what was what was Case's quote? He Are said, we, "It's the best, best pure best passer pure he's passer. been around. Pure, best pure passer he's been around." It's different, Dustin. It's different. He the kid is different, and you know what? We should appreciate him. We need to appreciate. What what CJ is doing? I'm, Don't hate, appreciate. No, I mean he's this, made this team watchable again. Y'all are slobbing all over him, though. Well, Dude, thanks, he's you know offensive he rookie of the year. Deserves he's the offensive um, rookie of the MVP. year. I think I think he uh, just can't quite reach out. MVP, MVP. He is not the MVP. Well, he is on the board. He's uh, yeah. He's oh, not. He's not the, the board. He's not the favorite. He's are you Tyree on the board? Kill? He's no. not the favorite though. His yeah. his odds are higher than Tyreek Hill's. No, he's not. Since when? Since I saw it. This it was week? Talk, it was talked about this morning or on, on a podcast I listened to. Tyreek is, is ahead of him. That type oh, of podcast. Oh, that's a stupid podcast. Now, he should be. Uh, Tyreek should be. And maybe better. Maybe people are finally coming around to the preeminent draft expert's opinion. But um, I don't know. I don't know if that's the case. Uh, oh, let's no. see. CJ Stroud, plus 2,800, plus 2,500. Plus, uh, Tyreek Hill, yeah, his odds are better. Tyreek's odds are better. So they've changed. But he's better than Josh Allen or Christian McCaffrey. Why is Christian McCaffrey not getting more love? Oh, they're definitely not giving it to a running back. No, I know. Isn't that crazy? As much as he does, that dude is the best player on the field every week. That, speaking of which, you, you, you're you pining for he's got Tyreek. He's got com- How many commercials does Tyreek have? Tyreek's got a history. None. Ty- How many? Te- you mean By history? the way. Uh, Progressive hasn't pulled all their Von Miller ads. There they was, haven't? No, there was one you where he's, one? it's at a party, and they dropped the flag at the party. But Von Miller is sitting on a couch at the party, and they show they show him just briefly. But that's all. Now, the other one with the gold suit on, I haven't seen that one since. I didn't see it this week. No, I haven't seen that with this, this weekend. But, um, yeah, they, I saw him on another one. I was like, ooh, Von Miller's still in commercials, huh? Uh, John Daspit, maybe. He could say something. There's about some commercials that. with John Daspin. I see yes. John's commercials all the time. If you're a sports fan, you're going to run into it. And listen, um, in terms of John Daspit, something that I think is really great is that John Daspit is going to make sure that 
he gets a full accounting of what your case involves. And and that's when I say John Daspot, it's all the lawyers with him. He's he's the biggest here in Houston, the biggest law firm and and one of the biggest in the state. And John Daspot is unbelievably successful because the, the thing that he does that's so great is he looks at your hospital bills, not just the initial ones, but the totality of it. He looks at any surgeries you may have to have, what your physical therapy is going to be, how long is that going to last. A lot of times with some of these injuries, you have lifelong physical therapy. I saw a guy with a terrible knee where I was when I was uh, – he listens to the show when I was at Plex over at Danny Arnold's place. And I'm like, man, what happened? And he told me he was in an accident, and it's never going to get a lot better. He has to go through physical therapy to help manage that. Uh, and, of course, the pain and suffering. And that's some of the pain and suffering I'm talking about. So make sure you have someone like John Daspit who's on your side. He's going to get you a good settlement that takes care of all of those things for you, and he will stand up for you. John Daspit and the Daspit Law Firm. Go to DaspitLaw.com or call 713-CALL-NOW. They are the personal injury lawyers for you. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, home of old Greg. I know what you're thinking. Here comes old Greg. He's a scaly manfish. I'm old Greg. 